The First United Methodist Church is a church of open hearts, open minds, and open doors, seeking to help everyone come to know Jesus Christ, both in Altamont and around the world. Our worship services are at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and all are welcome in person after the COVID crisis, but now online at our YouTube channel, Altamont First UMC. You can also find the link on Facebook at our Facebook page, First United Methodist Church Altamont. We will begin worship shortly. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, and it is good to be together in spirit as we worship our Lord and celebrate Easter at this early hour. The traditional greeting for Easter Sunday is I say Christ is risen, and you say Christ is risen indeed. So I say Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen and we come to celebrate his love for us and God's love for us through the resurrection. So I welcome you again. My name is Reverend Paige Campbell and I'm the pastor here at First United Methodist Church and we're so glad that you have joined us this morning. I'd like to take a moment now to light our candle as we welcome the light of Christ into the world just as on Easter morning Christ's light flooded the world with new hope and new expectation. Will you join me in our responsive reading of the call to worship? You will say the parts that are printed in the yellow. This day dawns brightly. Christ is risen. Come, open your hearts and spirits to the joyous good news. Now let us sing together the Easter hymn, Up from the Grave He Arose. Thank you. 
Now will you pray with me the opening prayer? O oh God of Easter joy, we come this morning with glad shouts of acclamation. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. May this time of worship help us to truly and fully experience this risen Christ. May we be transformed, transformed into your butterfly people, winging through the earth with messages of hope, beauty, hope, and life. Amen. Our account of Easter morning comes this morning from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 1 through 12. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Jana, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloth by themselves, and he went home, amazed at what had happened. May God add a blessing to our reading, hearing, and understanding of the scripture this morning. I have something to admit to you. I am not an early morning person, which is kind of funny if you think about it because most of my work, or at least the most important work I do perhaps, is in the morning. But I am definitely one of those people who can sleep until 11 o'clock, 12 noon if you even let me. Just ask my family. I get it naturally. My mom was a night owl who could then sleep in all morning. Yeah. It's tough getting up early for me, but I can do it if I have to. I imagine that if I had lived during Jesus's day, I just would have been wired differently because there was no staying up late and there was no sleeping in during Jesus's day. You were awake when the sun was up and you slept when it was dark. And so for the women to be up so early in the morning, right as the sun was rising on that Sunday morning, wasn't really unusual at all. I checked and saw today that the sun rose in Jerusalem at 6.15 this morning. It already happened. They're like eight hours ahead of us. But that's during daylight savings time. 
So during Jesus's time, if it were today, the sun would have risen at 5.15 in the morning. So the women were certainly up and going at a very early time. And so they went to the tomb to finish the burial preparations that had not been completed, or they thought had not been completed, on the Friday that Jesus died. So they arrived at the tomb, and I have some pictures of the garden tomb that is in uh, Jerusalem now. This is a place that I visited just a few weeks ago. We're not sure that this was Jesus's actual tomb, but it certainly is like a tomb Jesus would have been buried in. You can see it from the outside that there was the doorway, and then there was a window up towards the top that would have allowed air to come in. There's another picture of my group as we waited to go into the tomb to see what the interior looked like. So the women would have arrived at a tomb similar to this, not far from where Jesus had been crucified, to attend to his body. But when they got there, they were shocked. They were appalled. They were scared, even, to find that Jesus was not there, that the stone had been rolled away. And so suddenly these two men appeared to them and said to them, why are you looking for the living among the dead? That would certainly have caused them a lot of questioning, as it would cause us questioning as well. But then they were, were reminded of all that Jesus had told them, and it all began to make sense. So, of course, naturally, the women returned to the apostles, to the men, to tell them what they had seen and experienced. Now, we have to remember that back in Jesus' day, the word of a woman had little to no standing in society. Of course, Jesus treated women with much more respect and honor than the society did it a whole, as a whole. But his apostles made the same mistake in saying, like the rest of their culture, oh, we can't listen to these women. They're just women. They can't possibly know what they were talking about. But then Peter, just to double check, I guess, maybe because the Holy Spirit had put an inkling in his heart that what they were saying was true, he went to the tomb and found that just the linens that had wrapped Jesus' body were there. Now that's the end of Luke's testament to what happened at the garden, at the tomb. But our other Gospels tell us more about an actual interaction that the women had with Jesus in the garden that Mary had with Jesus in the garden, where she mistook him for the gardener and asked where he had moved her Lord. And that is when Jesus appeared to her and she recognized him for who he was. Now, of course, they wouldn't have recognized him because he looked different than he did on Friday. Remember that on Friday, Jesus had been beaten, had been scourged, his eyes were probably swollen, his skin bloody and ripped, but that is not the man. That is not the resurrected Jesus who met the women and later the apostles. No, he was transformed because he was resurrected. 
in him, God gave us an example of what resurrection and new life is for us. That when our sins are taken away, we are new. And Jesus was new. Jesus was perfect, except for the scars on his hands and at his feet. Just reminders of what he had been through. And so it is for us, too, that we might have scars from our past. We might have scars from the sins of our past. But when we believe in Jesus Christ, we accept him as our Lord and Savior, and we put our whole trust in his grace, we are made new, too. We are not what we were before. God calls us through Jesus Christ into a relationship of forgiveness and love. And it was that love that was shown to us through Jesus' death and his resurrection and his final conquering of sin. You know, I love it that Jesus first appeared to the women, not because I'm a woman, but because, again, he threw over the social norms of the time. And he said, God's way, my way, is not like everything that you've done before and not like everything you've experienced before. My way is a new way. I hope this Easter morning, as perhaps you sit on your couch and have your cup of coffee, that you recognize that Jesus' way is for you. And that you put your whole heart and soul, put your trust and your faith in him and his ability through God to make you new. If you haven't done that before, this is an excellent time to do that. And if you're a lifelong believer, then this is a wonderful time to say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus for saving my life and giving me new life through you. I don't like getting up early like I said before, but I would get up early to meet Jesus in the garden. I would get up early to meet Jesus anywhere. But luckily for me, Jesus meets me anywhere and everywhere that I am, at any time of the day, in any place. Remember that, that Jesus is there for you always and everywhere. Happy Easter. I invite you now into a time of prayer as we pray for our congregation, our community, and our nation. So will you please join your spirit with mine as I pray. Gracious and loving God, on this Easter morn, where we are reminded that all things are made new, Lord, we pray that you will help to make us new and that you will clear and clean our world of sin and death, of illness and despair. God, especially in these times, Lord, we pray for those who are in deep need. Lord, we pray that you will eradicate COVID-19, that you will free us from the coronavirus, 
But until that time comes, Lord, we pray for the doctors, the nurses, all of the caregivers, all of those people who are working on the front lines. And we pray, Lord, for their safety, for their strength, and for their well-being. God, we pray, too, for those who are so very lonely at this time. Because isolation, Lord, you know, is hard. And we pray, God, that they will see you and see your love in a special way, especially today. And God, if we are to be a part of that, Lord, encourage us and empower us to do that. God, too, we pray for all of those who are still lacking their basic needs, those who are hungry, those who are without shelter, those who are without safety. And Lord, we pray that you provide. And God, we pray for all of the leaders of our churches, of our governments, that you will give all strong wisdom and that they might follow your leading in the decisions that they make, especially at a time like this. But God, most of all, we give you thanks and praise for the ways that even in the midst of staying at home and sheltering in the place, you still bless us. God, help us not to forget that. Help us to see that in each and every day. And in return, Lord, help us to be a blessing in the ways that we can to others so that your light, your light, God, will shine out in the darkness. Because especially on this day, we remember that the darkness tried to overcome the light, but the light still shines through, brighter and stronger. And for that, God, we thank you. And now we join our voices together to pray to you, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Our closing song for our sunrise service is In the Garden, a classic, if you will. So I invite you to sing along at home.
Thank you for joining us for this sunrise worship service. I invite you to return at 9 a.m. as we will have a longer service, different sermon, and uh, more songs and experience. I also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Altamont First UMC. The more subscribers that we have, the easier it is for people to find our worship services. And we do hope that you will return. So I say to you now that Christ is risen for you and for me, risen so that we may all have new life and have faith in him, have forgiveness of sin and have the joy of new life. With that in mind, go forth in peace and love. Amen. <laughs>